Anchor. Today, I wanted to talk about if you should delete old blog posts. Now, hopefully this feed should work. Looks like it's okay on Twitter. I don't know what we're working with on Facebook. Facebook may be okay. Oh, we're live on Facebook. All right. <clears throat> and again, guys, this is a remote area of South Carolina. The internet's been good, but we're on a farm for a few days doing an Airbnb. So we're in the middle of nowhere, so the connection may go in and out. Is what it is. But we're going to run with it and see what we got here. Should you delete old blog posts? This is a question that plagues a lot of bloggers. They feel stressed, worried, anxious. They fear all the work that they've done, that they're throwing it away. They feel like they've wasted years. They feel like that by deleting these posts, they'll be losing so much. They'll be penalized heavily by Google. They'll have all these broken links. There's so many fears there. But it's these old blog posts, if you need to delete them, if they're low quality, if they're not resonant with your brand, if they're not resonant with your blog, if they're not up to snuff as far as your current day clarity and confidence, those are the posts that are holding back your blogging success. So if they're low quality posts, they don't feel good to you. Maybe they're thin, like 600 word posts that just don't seem to be hitting the mark. And you look at them and you're like, hmm, doesn't feel good. It doesn't feel right. Delete them. Because you have to let go what you don't feel clear on and good about and what's not helping your readers in order to grow your blog and your brand. If there are a lot of typos in the post, of course, you could just edit and update. But if we're talking about the post being real low quality, like, for example, the other day, someone retweeted one of the old guest posts on my blog that I published without even checking. And that was my fault. I was in a different space mentally at the time. And they, they retweeted the post, but they did it mainly to get my attention and saying, it's a shame Ryan didn't proofread this. So I checked out the post and it was littered with grammatical errors. It was poorly written by a guest blogger whose first language wasn't English. And it doesn't matter. Obviously, I have a lot of ESL, English second language, and so second language bloggers who really can write skillfully. So I looked at the post and after reading two paragraphs, I just deleted it. I'm like, this is not consistent with how I write. It's not consistent with my blog. It's not consistent with my brand. It was very low quality. So I deleted it. It wasn't even a question. But you have bloggers that have so much fear in their mind as far as old blog posts and deleting them and letting them go. They're so afraid to let it go for fear of some type of loss that they hold on to the low quality post that damages their reputation. That eats into their credibility, dissolves credibility, that hurts their trust factor. If somebody comes across a really low quality post, I'm talking about grammar errors and it's choppy and it's not well written, in their mind, they'll look at that post and look at your blog and be like, oh, this blog's pretty, yeah. And they'll just X out. They'll close the post and they leave and they won't come back. And it's not about them 
as much as it's about you. Of course, they're making that choice in their mind, but you're the one who didn't delete the guest post or rewrite it. And of course, you can rewrite old posts, but this is what I wanted to get into. Rewriting old posts, awesome. You know, feel free to do it. However, if you've published a high volume of thin content, where in that average human lifetime, you'll never be able to rewrite all of these posts or add content to all the posts, start deleting them now. And there's a really good reason for this. You'll never get clear in your mind and feel good about your blog enough to really succeed if you hold on to hundreds or even a thousand plus thin posts. It's just how it is. And I'm sharing this with you because, and I wrote the post on my blog and now I'm doing the podcast and the live videos. Over the past week, I deleted over 1,000 thin posts that were 600 words or less, or that were just one link, link only posts, a link pointing to a video like this, like a live broadcast that I recorded, uh, low quality posts, posts with grammar errors. Uh, I deleted almost all of my guest posts, people guest posted for me, all these posts. And the reason why I deleted all these posts, guys, were because I didn't feel good about them. I didn't feel clear on these posts. I didn't feel like the posts were helping you. I didn't feel like the posts were aligned with my blogging from Paradise blog message, my brand. The posts weren't resonant with my writing voice. And this is me, current day writing voice. This is me saying it. This Most of it was my content, guys. I had nothing to do with anything other than the fact that I really felt bad about these posts. So the moment I deleted them, I felt so much better about my blog, which goaded me to creative to be, oh, I saw a word there, something, two things at once. Somebody who's checking in. Hey, Russell, great to see you. Thanks so much for stopping by. You get the like. I felt so much better about my blog and doing that so much clearer that I began not only updating old posts that were salvageable, but optimizing those posts for SEO and seeing search rankings. Some SERP, some first page results on Google. So that's how it works, guys. When you get rid of what doesn't feel good, you feel really good and do an amazing job with the posts that you have. And when you do an amazing job with the posts that you have, you'll feel good. And as you feel good in your mind, you'll see more worldly success. That's just the way that it is. When you let go what needs to go. And for me, I know I can't in an average human lifetime, in a couple weeks, three weeks, whatever, I'll be 47. Haha. <laughs> Meat suit me. You know, I, we're all infinite spirits with unlimited minds, but this illusory meat suit, I'll be 47 years old. At this point in my life, let's think it through. Does it make sense to say, well, I will rewrite or update 1,200 blog posts on blogging from paradise? Let me go through. I'm afraid of losing them. Fear, the illusion. Does it make sense to say I'm going to spend the next however many years 
re completely re rewriting or updating 1200 blog posts to be 1500 word to 2000 word to 2500 word SEO optimized. I'll have no life left. So I can't do this for 1200 posts. Let's say it's 1200 blog posts. However, since we know everything's in the mind, since I know I'm not going to be able to get to all those 600 word posts and posts that are pointing to a link, which is just a video that are thin, that are affecting my blog, that are affecting my brand, that don't feel good to have live, I could delete these posts in a matter of seconds or minutes and let them go. And then, and here's the kicker, guys, focus on a small number of blog posts that feel really good to me to be published because I update them. I optimize them for SEO. They have my current day writing voice. They feel like they resonate with my blog. They feel like they resonate with my brand. What makes more sense? Because the thing is, guys, most bloggers don't realize that blogging is a full body of work. Your blog is a full body of work. So bloggers are so scared to delete old, thin, low-quality content that makes your full body of work not look good, especially when it's a high volume and you know you can't update all these posts. You can't update 1,000, 1,500 posts. So they're so afraid to get rid of what's hurting their blog and brand and what's holding back their success because it doesn't feel good in their mind. Yet, if they were to do it, it would accelerate their success and also inspire them to do an amazing job with much fewer blog posts. And when you publish a handful of blog posts that are really, really high quality and in-depth, Google loves your blog, readers love your blog, success will find you. But it only happens because you feel really clear in your mind. That's the key. And that's what most bloggers never get. They don't look at their blog as a full body of work based on publishing an in-depth detailed post every time out. And this has been one of my now learned, permanently learned forever, forever. No more, well, I was this, I was that. Like in my mind now, that's it. It's only high quality detailed content going forward. And it's getting rid of everything else. When you understand that having even 10 or 20 in-depth, 1,500 word, 2,000 word, 2,500 word, 3,000 word, SEO optimized, or not SEO optimized, but really in-depth pieces of content on your blog beats a blog with 3,000 thin blog posts with maybe a handful of in-depth posts, you understand the basis of successful blogging. Every time you publish a post, make sure it's really detailed and in-depth. It makes your readers happy, makes Google happy. And the only reason it's making these people happy and these algorithms happy is because you feel good about it. Now, only you in your mind know what old posts need to go and what old posts stay. And you can update old content. This post in this video, I should say, for all intents and purposes, is for people that are considering deleting a pretty hefty volume of old posts. But even if it's a few, 
even if it's a few posts, even if it's a handful, of course you could update old content, please do. But if a post does not resonate with the current day brand, your current day writing voice, delete it because your blog is a full body of work. And when readers look at what you're publishing and they look back to an old post and it's like, it's just a different voice. It's a different style. It's a different, a whole different feel. It doesn't feel right. It doesn't feel like a match anymore in your mind. You're like, this isn't a match for what I'm doing. Delete it. Because one dead link is a tiny, tiny price to pay, quote unquote, tiny, tiny downside compared to holding on to a post that doesn't match your blog or match your brand or that you don't feel good about or doesn't help drive traffic or profits. If posts are too thin, you can delete or you can update. That's up to you. If it's not a lot of posts and it still matches your basic brand, but you could set aside a couple hours, let's say an hour to add 600, 800, 1,000 words, 1,200 words, feel free to update. You don't have to delete it. However, if you're like me and you had a thousand thin posts, you're going to have to start trimming the blogging tree. And the reason for that is you won't have enough time to spend an hour to two hours over the next however many years. Like, I don't want to be blogging. I'm not going to be blogging when I'm 75, guys. Should I reach 75? So 30 years from now, I'm not going to be like, well, I'm still, come on, let's not be ridiculous here. There's an end game in mind. Like, I, I just... I know I'll be releasing this, you know, eventually. So knowing that I'm going to have to delete all these thousands of posts that I can't update and that are adding nothing to my blog anymore. They're not helping my brand. They're not driving search traffic. People aren't really visiting them. And these aren't negatives as much as just, it's not a negative. It's a reality. It's a truth. I don't feel good about them. They're just kicking around out there. It's not about publishing more content. It's not about having tons of posts out there. I had to learn this lesson the hard way. It's fully learned now one post that you update or a small collection of posts on your blog, there's only a handful of posts that are really in-depth and really detailed will generate, you'll feel so much better about these posts, will generate so much more worldly success than a high volume of thin posts that you don't feel good about. Because nobody's going to be reading those or a few people will be reading those, whereas a lot of people will be reading those higher quality, in-depth, detailed posts through your organic reach, through social media, through your list, through Google. It's just a simple concept, but emotionally, this is so difficult for most bloggers to accept. And it was for me for the longest time because it forces you to face your fears about letting go. I fear I wasted my time. I fear it was a, a total loss. Look at those five years down the road. Look at these hundreds and thousands of hours. But that's what the ego does. It's so afraid to lose the very thing that needs to go in order for you to feel really good and feel really free and succeed. It's like letting go blogging in the wrong way to make room for blogging the right way. So not only you feel good, that's the first step, but you'll see greater success. It's a, it's a step towards from failure to success, from, from feeling bound to being free. So should you delete old blog posts? If you feel hyper clear on these posts and they feel good to you and you're looking at them and they're, they're rich content and they're detailed and 
there's some depth to them. They're in depth. You're good to go. Keep them. But anything that doesn't feel good, that doesn't feel right, that you don't feel clear on, post a lot of grammar errors, you could rewrite. If it's a small number of posts, you can rewrite posts with grammar errors. Posts that don't really fit your brand, delete them. If it doesn't fit your current day brand, delete them. If it's a post that is time sensitive or topical, delete it. Why would you leave a post on your blog about Google Plus? How to drive traffic through Google Plus? That makes no sense. There's no more Google Plus. Why would you leave a post that talks about guest posting for links and money? That ended in 2014 with Mac Cuts Update. You got to delete it. Only keep evergreen content, and you can update some old posts to be evergreen. There's that potential. But if it's based on a site that no longer exists, you have to delete it. It doesn't make any sense because nobody's going to use it. It's not helpful. It's not usable. This triggers a lot of fears, guys. There's a lot of discomfort and fear with letting go. Because the ego wants you to hold on to everything just in case. The ego doesn't want to, it fears loss and wasting time. But if you hold on to posts that you don't feel good about, and there's such a high volume of content that you could never possibly update it, even if it's posts that you could flesh out into something evergreen and usable, if you have hundreds and hundreds of 600 word posts or link only posts, in the average lifetime, you're never going to be able to update all those to feel good about them. So delete them. And you'll have some broken links. Maybe Google won't be super pleased with your broken links, but they'll be very pleased with all the posts, the smaller handful of posts that you really optimize for SEO or that you write, let's say, really in-depth, detailed content. So it's not about fearing what you're losing if you need to let it go. It's about feeling good in your mind by letting it go and then focusing on a smaller group of posts that are higher quality, in-depth, detailed, that when Google looks at your blog, it's full body of work, it's going to be like, wow. And when readers look at your blog, as far as the full body of work, they're going to be like, wow. And that's how you succeed. And this is a very, very difficult for most lesson for most bloggers to learn. I've officially learned it. I'm not going to turn around in the other direction. But a lot of bloggers, they're so afraid and fears an illusion. It's not real. Only love is real. I'm a coyote out there. We're in a remote farm here. So out in the sticks, South Carolina. So they're so... Bloggers are so afraid to let go what's causing their struggles and failure that they, they literally in their mind cannot see that facing, feeling and releasing their fears and letting go of these posts would help them feel so good and so energized that they would give all their attention and energy to doing a phenomenal job with writing, updating, editing, and republishing a small selection of in-depth detailed posts that would accelerate their success so quickly. So it makes sense to delete <clears throat> any content that you just, you couldn't, you can't get to it. You can't get to it in a lifetime. Say it's a high volume of thin posts. Delete, update what you can, delete the rest, and then think of your full body of work. So you're letting, letting go or getting rid of what doesn't work. 
to give all your attention and energy to what may be working or what you'll make work, quote unquote. And then those posts you have left, the 20 or 50 or 200 or 300 really detailed posts are going to generate so much more success for you. And if you need an example, look at a guy like Brian Dean. Look at a guy like Neil Patel. Now, over time, I've published a pretty hefty amount of uh, content as far as blog post number, but you'll see it's this collection of posts that's relatively small that they did such a good job with, like a one post, 2,000, 2,500, 3,000 words. I don't know how many words they published, but you know, let's say 3,000 words, really detailed. That one piece of content that they spent hours and hours on keeps generating success for them passively every single day through Google, through organic reach, through backlinks. That one post is worth more than literally 5,000 thin 600-word blog posts. Because that one post keeps generating increased success. They feel good about it. It's so helpful. It's so in-depth. It gains so much exposure. One post. One post. And then you have other bloggers that are so terrified to let go all these 600-word posts that are killing Google traffic, that are a waste of time, that are just a waste of web space. Like those posts on my blog, they're a waste of space. They were a waste of space. I'm deleting them all. Then when Google sees my blog and it sees 300 or 400 or however many in-depth detailed posts that I'm slowly but steadily updating, then Google goes, this is an authority blog. We'll see this more like Neil Patel's blog or something along those lines. I mean, he's the master. But you know what I mean? It's about doing a phenomenal job for each post and letting go all those other posts that hold your blog down, that hold you back. And really, it's all mental. It's all in the mind. But on a worldly level, when Google sees all this thin content, you're not as likely to gain rank for those posts that you do a really good job because it still takes the domain authority, the whole domain. And those posts will pull down your DA because they're not really helpful. So it's like Google will look through and your readers will look through and be like, oh, this post is amazing, amazing, amazing. There's a few amazing posts. Then there'll be all these like thinner posts where they might be like, oh, they're pretty good. Oh, they're good. They're kind of good. You know, pretty helpful. But it won't, they won't look at these posts and say, man, this is a leader. And you need that leadership mentality. You have to let go the, the mediocre, average, or quick blogging jobs. You just want to get a post out there. Let all that go to make room for being a real leader and a real authority and doing a phenomenal job every time out. And this involves deleting old posts. When you have a really high volume of old posts, when posts are very off topic, or even just the topical content. Like I deleted a bunch of posts where I talked about us traveling to new places. Like when we were going to Oman, I was really geesed up because it was the Middle East. So I looked, I saw, oh, we're traveling to Oman. So I've already visited Oman and I've blogged about it. You know, travel blog, I've covered it. So I delete that post. It's not relevant when someone comes across, maybe from like a time capsule perspective. Oh, we're going to Oman. But when you come across a post from, December of 2017, and it says, we're going to Oman. It doesn't add massive value to the Blogging for Paradise brand. It's not helping you as much. Now, the posts that do help you are the travel blogging posts I published on Oman, if they're in-depth, and I'm going through them too. 
but that's helpful to you. This guy's going to Oman. He's writing in a couple hundred words. Delete it. It makes no sense to keep it. However, the content for when you're traveling to Oman to learn about the place and to inform yourself and learn about Muslim culture and different things to do and what to expect, that's very helpful to you. And helpful to Google too. Google says, hey, this is helpful. So that's what I keep. But I'm deleting the time-based stuff. Topical, you know. That's it, guys. I'm going to roll. we got a hike coming up. It's a beautiful remote area of South Carolina. We're on a farm for a few days, and then we're heading to another farm. Uh, Southern South Carolina, right by the Georgia border. And that will be on Tuesday. So I'm going to enjoy here uh, life in the sticks. Should you delete all blog posts? If it's a really high volume of thin content that you could never possibly update in a human lifetime, you're going to have to start deleting a lot of them because you have to let go what doesn't feel good to help you feel better in your mind. And the better you feel in your mind, you'll experience more success because you'll do a phenomenal job with the smaller amount of in-depth posts that you write and that you update, which will accelerate your success. It's all about letting go what's not helping you to give all your attention and energy to what's really helping you by ultimately helping your readers. So your your blog, your post should be resources. They should be detailed. doesn't mean a 3,000 or 4,000 word post each time out, but hit 1,500 to 2,000 words. Add a lot of details. Get the right titles, you know, appealing, attractive titles. One really good blog post that's a couple thousand words and detailed where you hit the title and you're clear on it, and maybe you're optimizing for SEO, that's going to generate so much more targeted traffic, traffic, but especially targeted quality, let's say buying traffic, if you will, targeted leads, if you will, at a worldly level, than 30 to 50 to 100, 600 word posts that don't offer the value. It's not about doing a good job. Let go of the good, let go of all those posts that are good to make room for the great, And you'll feel better in your mind. That's the key. And the better you feel in your mind, you'll see more success because you'll be giving all your attention and energy to writing these really helpful in-depth posts each time out. And then you can go back and you can update, you know, a handful of the posts and get them up to 1,500, 2,000 words. Feel good about adding the details. Relax. Feel abundant. Take your time. And those are the posts that organically will increase your traffic and profits but just, you won't even be thinking about that. You'll just be focusing on the process. But so much of this process gets going, guys, when you let go all the content out there that you need to. So feel free to update some, but if it's a very high volume, start trashing those suckers and you'll feel so much better. You'll shed what's not helping your blog, what's not helping your brand, what's not resonant. Google will like this because they'll see your blog as a full body of work, a smaller collection of really in-depth detail posts, They'll give you the thumbs up. Readers will give you the thumbs up. You'll give yourself a thumbs up. You'll feel really good about it. And you'll experience increasing blogging success. Got to go, eh?